one. Boom. All right, ladies and gentlemen, get ready for an episode filled with inspiration, faith, and the magic of storytelling with a man whose words have the power to uplift and inspire readers of all ages. So stay tuned. Let's get this one started. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. Look, a business can give you everything you want in life. Prestige, wealth, freedom. It can also take everything away from you. This show is for those who are willing to take that risk. These are the real-life stories of entrepreneurs. But before we start, I have one small favor to ask. Please leave a comment. It can be advice, critiques, tips, feedback, or share this with someone because your engagement is the most valuable and most powerful form of social currency. So thank you, and welcome to another episode of Business Boss! All right, ladies and gentlemen, today we got a very special guest on the show. He's a best-selling author, an ordained minister, and a mental health advocate. He joins us to share his remarkable journey from North Carolina to becoming a novelist and children's author. In this episode, we'll explore the intersection of faith and literature, delve into the power of storytelling for mental health advocacy, and discover the magic of sci-fi and superhero genres in guests in this guest words uh, world of writing get ready for a heartwarming and enlightening conversation that will inspire both your writing aspirations and your faith in the written word uh, let's start by unraveling your incredible journey here with mr with our author and advocate mr j edward ho <laughs> All right, welcome to the program, Mr. Edwards. Thank you for having me. All right, let's start off with the uh, the first question I, I tend to ask people. Uh, everyone who comes on the show is coming on the show to promote something. There's a business, there's a way of living, there's a way they make their money. What is it that you do, my friend? I'm an author. I, um, I'm an author of primarily uh, young adult fantasy fiction, and I just I love to inspire people with my writing. Who's the who's the target audience? You said young adults. Uh, I mean, the young adult thing goes off in a lot of different spectrums. I mean, uh, you can go all the way from the scary movies all the way to the superhero movies, which I kind of mentioned in your intro. Uh, who's your target audience? Who is it that you like to write uh, about or to uh, so that readers can kind of pick up this type of uh, literature? Really, you know, anybody that that is willing to hear the message or receive the message. Um, you know, my, my books have uh, messages for people of all ages, you know, regarding um, love and appreciating family and acceptance and things like that. So, you know, it's a very wide audience, I would say. It's uh, we're definitely going through some turbulent times um, right now around the world. I figure this is a good enough time as any um, spreading love is one of those positive things that I think the world needs to hear a little bit more about. Uh, you got any two cents on on that aspect of uh, promoting what your your messages are all about? Yeah, you know, um, like I said, you know, it's, it's about spreading love and acceptance and, and appreciation for others. And, you know, I try to do that through all my works, um, as well as pr provide readers with sort of an escape from um, the aspects of real life that are going on and everything and uh, just giving them a chance to to get away for a little while and um, hopefully have some fun yeah 
I, I, uh, I'm a fan of books. I'm a fan of, of movies because they kind of give you that escape that you're looking for. Um, I got a bunch of students in the class, and they're about to graduate, not necessarily knowing exactly where to go. I, I mean, I'm sure you remember being 17, and of course, you knew exactly what you wanted to do in your life, right? I'm sure. Uh, maybe you did, maybe you didn't. I know I didn't. Uh, what was your educational journey like? How did you get to where you are today? What path did you end up taking? Um, you know, I really, I had no idea what I wanted to do for a long time. Um, but everybody always encouraged me to, uh, to pursue teaching. And so I pursued education and, you know, I was going pretty strong with that for a while, but, you know, eventually I just got kind of, kind of burnt out with that and decided to go ahead and, and chase my, uh, my childhood dream of, of writing. And so I started my first book and, um, um, I published that in, in 2017. Um, but, you know, for, for the longest time, I, I had no idea what I wanted to do. You know, um, everybody was pushing me in a certain direction and I was going that way because they said I should. But um, it, it took quite a while before I finally figured out what I wanted to do. How was that? Uh, I'm curious, the pushback you got growing up when you decided to kind of leave a more stable type of environment, uh, focusing on education, focusing on being a teacher and decided to go do what you wanted to do since you were a child. Uh, oftentimes people might call it reckless or scary. And I think that's what they say a lot about entrepreneurs uh, when they go and take off and do their own thing, kind of follow their gut, follow that passion, that dream. Uh, what was it like for you getting started as an entrepreneur, as an author, going against what people were telling you to do? Yeah, you know, it was um, it was pretty, pretty frightening at first. Um, but thankfully, you know, um, because I had always been a writer growing up and everything, I, I, um, I had the support of my uh, mom and dad and, and a lot of friends and family that were, um, you know, uh, they agreed with what I was doing, um, actually. And um, so I had their support. You know, I had some savings and stuff like that I could work with. And, um, you know, even though I had the support from uh, most of the people that I know, it was still pretty scary, you know, because it was a risk. Um, but it's something I'm ultimately very glad that I did. I'm always curious. Uh, I, I remember reading in a, in a Kiyosaki book, uh, Robert Kiyosaki's The Rich Dad, Poor Dad author, uh, and he talks about how he was speaking to somebody who was highly educated, uh, a journalist who was writing a paper uh, or an article about him. And uh, and she kind of got upset when he said something like uh, where he wasn't a great writer. He wasn't uh, educated in that. Uh, and she kind of got upset because here he is selling uh, tons of books when she has taken all the skill set, knows how to write, critiques uh, books, can edit, do all these different things, and she's not selling as much. And I always believed that what he said uh, after that was, uh, notice what she wrote on the article, that he's a best-selling author, not a best-writing author. Uh, for an author to come out and write a good book, that would be amazing. But for an author to come out and sell a lot of books, that is a feat that's that's harder to do, I believe, than than uh, than than writing a good book. Oftentimes, what was your experience like trying to sell your book and becoming a best-selling author and trying to make a living off this versus you know having something that you're passionate about that's great, but selling it whole different ballgame. Yeah, it's it's definitely a whole different ball. It's an entirely different skill set that you have to learn. And it's something that, you know, I'm, I'm still 
learning um, because it's an ongoing process. You know, you can't just, um, you know, you don't just become a bestseller and then you get to stop marketing or you get to stop working. Um, you know, it's, it's an ongoing thing where you have to keep promoting and, um, you know, keep convincing people to read the books. Um, you know, cause you know, not, it's not always the best books that get, uh, the most sales, you know, it's not, um, a lot of people think if they write a great book, it's automatically going to sell, but unfortunately it doesn't work that way. Um, you know, it's just like any business or any product, you have to convince people that they need it. And, um, that takes a lot of work, a lot of, um, advertisement, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears going in the advertisement. Um, you know, so writing the book itself, um, of course is my favorite part, but it's only a, um, it, it's only a fraction of the whole big picture. Um, you know, and it, it takes a lot of effort, a lot of money, a lot of, a lot of things like that to do promotion. And, um, you know, anyone who's going into the writing industry, you know, you need to be prepared for that and you need to, um, be ready to work because it's not, it's not something that just happens. I wish it was, uh, it was that easy. We write about the, the superheroes and the magic, uh, and we, we could wave a wand and, and poof, make ourselves a bestseller, but it doesn't work that way. What advice would you give to somebody who's just getting started as an author, who's just getting started maybe writing their first, first book, manuscript, novel, uh, movie script? What, what, what advice would you give to somebody who's just getting started in this space? Um, you know, like I said, be prepared to work. Be prepared to, um, you know, make some mistakes, uh, learn some new skills. You have to spend a lot of time learning new skills like, you know, entrepreneurial skills and, um, you know, how to sell products and things like that. You know, be prepared for some setbacks, disappointments. Um, be prepared for uh, dry spells where you don't sell as many books as you think you should. And, um, you know, um, you know, don't think that just because you sell a bunch of books, you know, in one month that, you know, that you've hit the big time or something like that, because it may be the next month you don't sell as many and you've got to start working back on it. So, I mean, it's just, you know, I say just be prepared to, to do a lot of work. Um, but you know, if you really love it, if you really love what you do, like I do, um, you know, for me, you know, it's, it's not just the sales, but, the feedback I get from people after reading the book, you know, if somebody just, um, you know, if I just run into somebody and say, Hey, I enjoyed your book, you know, that to me, that means so much, you know, that means everything to me. And especially when people talk about your books with you, um, you know, so it, it'll all be worth it if you really enjoy what you're doing. Let me ask you about, some of those those hurdles, some of those obstacles that come in your way, and no matter what you do, whether you have the best plan in the world when you get started in business, there's always going to be a hiccup. There's always going to be mistakes. What were some of the biggest mistakes you've made, uh, and what lessons did you learn from them? Um, you know, well, I mean, like a lot of writers, you know, I assume that um, because I had a book that I thought was good, that it was just going to immediately kind of kind of skyrocket to the top, and you know. Uh, it's kind of harsh at first when you learn that um, it really is difficult getting your work out there to people. And it, it takes a lot more work than you would think. And it really is a full-time job, um, you know, between writing, marketing, um, and then you take money you earn and put it into marketing, um, you know, but I guess just 
kind of learning the hard way at first that it's not going to be an easy journey. Um, you know, and then learning the ins and outs of the publishing industry. Um, there were, there was one time that I was scammed by a publisher and that was difficult to learn, but it really, um, it really helped me to, to ultimately learn a lot more about the publishing industry and know to do my homework better. And, um, you know, it was a, a difficult thing, but it really helped me in the long run. Let me ask you about that. The, you know, for, for other businesses, I ask about case studies and things like that, examples. But in your case, I think going through that whole publishing route can be something that can save people a lot of time. I think it's a good example of, of how an author actually grows because today you can self-publish, you can self-market, but there are also probably good benefits of working with a publishing company as well. Um, what, was, what was that experience like? Do you, do you recommend going through a publishing company directly to publish books or would you do uh, self, self-publishing nowadays? Um, you know, there's, it all depends on the, the preference of the author, I guess. Um, Personally, I do and I prefer the um, self-publishing route because, um, you know, I like to have the creative freedom and all the rights and, you know, the ultimate say-so at the end of the day. Um, You know, it is a lot more work with the self-publishing because, um, you know, you do have to, um, you know, format your books and hire cover designers, editors and things like that. So it it is a lot more work, but it's... it's, um, it's a, a less stressful process because you don't have, you make your own deadlines. I mean, um, you know, you get to decide every decision you get to decide for yourself. And, and so personally, I like that, but, um, you know, going the traditional route with a, a, a publisher is also a great way to go. It's, um, it's a lot harder to, to get in with a publisher like that. And it takes a lot more time. Um, but, you know, whichever way that you can go and whichever way works best for you is ultimately the way to go. Um, but a lot more people are self-publishing now because it's become easier and uh, there's less of a stigma around it. And there, um, there are still a lot of bad quality uh, self-published books out there, but there are a lot more out there that are better quality as well. So I think um, again, it's it's just up to the, the author. In your experience, what's it like for a publisher? What is a publisher like looking for when it comes to an author, when it comes to a story, when it comes to a book? Because, you know, in the movies, they glorify it, right? You get this uh, advance to write a book and then you write your book and the published company sends you on tour and all that sounds great. But for the average writer, the person who's getting started, they don't get those opportunities. What does it take to work with a publishing company? Do you have to come out of pocket to hire them? Or do they work on a like a consignment or on a commission basis? Um, well, no, a legitimate uh, a traditional publishing company won't won't charge you anything. Um, you know, they'll they'll take your work because they think it can sell and um, everything, but they won't charge you anything. But really, I think it's about you know a lot of people write a book and think they're just going to pitch it to a publisher and it's going to take off. But I think a lot of it involves finding out what publishers are looking for and then writing according to that um, because it's always changing what they're looking for. You know, the different types of stories they're looking for are always changing. So, you know, my advice, if you want to go the traditional route, I would say find out what they're looking for, find out what they expect and, and write according to that. 
before you submit anything because if you if you don't um you know write what they're looking for they're not even going to really take the time to look at it so it's it's about um you know catering to to what's selling right now and and what they want you to write what do you think is the best book you've written that you've that you've done uh where you're probably the most proud of you get probably sold the most books from uh every author has the thing that they're really good at writing specifically uh what kind of genre what kind of book or what which one of the ones that you've written is probably your favorite or most successful um i love you know writing anything fantasy um as far as the book that has probably sold the most copies, it would be uh, my first book, which is Little Man, Big Treasures. Um, that one is, it's been around the longest and it's sold the most. And um, it's gotten some really good feedback. Um, it's a story about dwarves that hunt for treasure. Um, and it's, it's, um, it's appropriate for, I guess, what, preteens all the way to, you know, older adults and everything and it's been liked by you know people of various ages so i i would definitely consider it a success all right and what do you uh what do you feel you're struggling with the most as as a as a growing author you've written more books you've learned a little bit more about the publishing space uh you're still in it as an author what is it that you're struggling with the most to kind of help take your uh, writing skills or your books to that next level um, you know, I guess just, you know, adapting to the, to the ever changing world of marketing, you know, it's, um, it, it's kind of hard sometimes to keep up with the, the changing marketing world. And it always, it's always becoming more expensive to market and, you know, your audience is always changing a little bit. So that's kind of a challenge. Let me ask you about the future of authors and script writers. I know right now a lot of the uh, like people who write scripts for for different TV shows and different uh, movies are are striking or under fire mainly because we have AI here, right? We have ChatGPT uh, going on, and so oftentimes those things are going to replace a lot of these authors or at least uh, give them a run for their money. Where do you see the future of being able to write stories, uh, competing with AI, or maybe even using it as a tool? Yeah, I think, um, you know, that's, it's a very, you know, I get asked that a lot. Um, I think it's, it's exciting in a way because of the way it can help, you know, it's, it's, um, it's great for editing or for suggestions or things like that. Um, but as, as far as, you know, writing entire books or something, I don't think it's quite at that level, but the way it's advancing, it may be, um, one day. So I think that, you know, one day you may have a lot of, or you may have mostly AI written books on the market and then just kind of have a special niche for, I guess, organically written books, you know, um, so I, I think it's going to be exciting to see what happens. Um, I, I think, you know, I've played around with ChatGPT, and I think it's amazing what it can do. Um, and, you know, I think it's got some great uses. I think that, you know, you just authors, if they're going to use it to write all their stuff or something, they need to be upfront with it and honest and, you know, not claim credit for something that isn't theirs. Um, but I think, you know, it could be a very good tool 
in the long run. And and that's I think where the, that credibility is going to come into play for sure. It's like, uh, did you write it or did ChatGPT write it, or or even different? I mean, like you said, sometimes it's an idea, right? Writer's block is an actual thing. There's sometimes where you get stuck, you don't know where your character wants to go, you don't know how to describe a room or a situation as well, and you can go to these places for ideas and different things to kind of trigger something in your mind to keep going with the writing process. Uh, does that mean that you used? the AI or the AI wrote it for you? Um, I mean, were you giving, like, if you ever go to a resource like that, do you have to cite it as like, this is where I got my inspiration? Would you do it if you were outside walking down the street and you saw a situation that kind of sparked an idea? Would you credit that as, as one of the sources as well? Do you think that's going to be kind of the issue, the, the line in the sand that I guess we have to kind of think about when using tools like AI to write books? You know, it, it may, it probably will come to something like that. But I mean, you know, it depends on the extent of which it helps you, whether or not you have to credit it, I guess. You know, if it writes, you know, um, several passages or something for you, you know, I would credit it. But if it just kind of um, helps you get over writer's block or something like that, you probably don't have to because, you know, someone you know could do the same thing or a Google search could do the same thing or just simply walking around outside, clearing your mind can do that. So um, I think it just depends on the extent of what you use it, um, you know, how you use it and how much you use it depends on whether or not you have to really give it credit, I would say. I totally agree. All right, Mr. Edwards, uh, before we head out here, man, if people want to reach out, they want to find out more about the different books you've written, they want to get copies of your books, they want to talk to you and learn more about what it is you do, how can they do that? Absolutely, yes. You know, I, I love writing, but I also love connecting with and hearing from my readers. Their feedback is what encourages me to keep doing what I'm doing and makes it all worthwhile. Listeners can learn more about me by doing a Google search for J. Edwards Holt or by going to my website, jedwardsholt.com. On my website, they can learn everything there is to know about me and my books, as well as get the news on my latest and upcoming projects. And also welcome social media followers. I'm always needing um, more follows, so come give me a follow. Um, I'm on all the major platforms like X, Facebook, Instagram, Threads, and LinkedIn. And then um, readers can also uh, reach out to me through email with feedback, suggestions, or fan art, or anything they want to submit at jjabersholt.com. Perfect, man. Perfect. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I know for some of you, writing is just something that you do all the time. I know I journal. I'm nowhere near ready to write a book at all. It's not something I really aspire to do, but there's a lot of you who are. So if you want some advice from somebody who's already been doing it for a while, make sure you check out uh, Mr. Edwards' website, jedwardsholt.com, uh, jedwardsholt.com. Uh, Jay, thank you very much for being on the program today. Uh, any final thoughts before we head out? Um, you know, like I said, just, um, you know, anybody who's aspiring to write a book, I always tell them, you know, uh, go for it, you know, chase your dreams and, um, the sky's the limit. Perfect. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's all we got for you guys today. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. And we're out. It's over. Go home. Is your business in need of marketing? Try starting a podcast, but not just any podcast, podcast like a pro. We can show you how to take your business from being invisible to becoming a brand people trust. 
Go to www.businessbros.biz to get started today.